Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Tonight's call is going to be a roundtable romance. A romance roundtable, rather. <laughs> well, I just made it a whole different call. All right, so... I know. A whole different genre. It really is. Um, and so this is one of our favorite genres. And um, we wanted to talk about it because there's so many wonderful things about romance. And I want to start off by defining what a romance is. So a romance is um, a, in, for the genre. So if the book is going to be considered a romance, it needs to have, it, it kind of pivots around the central point of the relationship. And the most, imp- but the most important thing about the romance is, what does it mean? Happily ever after. Yes. So it has to be, the characters have to be alive and well at the end. It doesn't necessarily mean they have to be married or or that they have to be, because a lot of them end in what I like to call baby logs, which are epilogues where they're married <laughs> yes. and have and have baby <laughs> at the end, which I happen to love. But, you know, like a lot of people, depending on circumstances, may not. But the one rule, the golden rule of this genre is that it has to have a happily ever after at the end, or it's not considered a romance. At that point, it it would be considered like more like a love story or whatever. So I'm really, it's it's definitely a rule, a hard and fast rule that we follow pretty dang religiously. Um, there's nothing worse than reading a book that is in the romance genre, and then at the end, they're not together. So, um, so other than that, it can be all different genres, like all different subgenres. So you could have um, science fiction and romance, romance blended together. You could have historical romance in any time period. You could have romance in high fantasy or romance, contemporary romance, which is like a wide array of genres or like a wide spectrum of different settings. Romantic comedy... Romantic suspense, which is one of my favorites. So if you've never read a romance before, I like to tell people that there is something for everybody in this genre. Min, what could you talk about like just some of your favorite kind of authors and what you tend to look for when you're reading when you're looking for a romance to read? Yeah. So I actually came to this call with a couple stats that I found really interesting about romance that I want to This is why you are okay. my partner in this call. <laughs> I come in with a feeling, you come in with straight data. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like, so I'm really passionate about romance. It's besides for, um, you know, urban fantasy, romance is probably my go-to genre whenever I want to read something. Um, And I feel like it's one of those genres that's really looked down on and it's kind of like, my goal to change people's minds on that you know they don't have to learn to love the genre but at least respect it for what it is because romance is not only you know like sex scenes in a book um it's a lot of emotions and i think it has the ability to really teach us how to 
live our lives really and like look into someone else's relationships and maybe um learn something romance is actually the best selling genre in the world um do you think about it like i think two billion dollars or something of the book industry is from romance genre sales so no matter how you feel about it romance sells <laughs> um a lot of people love it a lot of people read it um and 45 percent of romance readers have a college degree so you know people call romance trashy um for kind of like the uneducated but that's definitely not true people are very educated and even if you don't have a college degree that doesn't mean that you're not educated and so this I'll just share one more stat that I found really fascinating. Is It says 70% of um, readers discover romance between the ages of 11 and 18. You know, I I feel like, Amiko, maybe this is different for you, but I definitely discovered romance when I was a teenager. I think I was like 13 or something when I picked up my first romance. And, uh, you know, my mom didn't know I was reading it, but I was reading it and I I feel like a lot of, what I learned from relationships and about sex came from romances. And you may say that's probably not the best way to learn about sex. But um, if you think about as blind people, um, we're often excluded from sex education um, and good sex education um, and how we're, we don't get that kind of information and, um, you know, maybe romance, reading a romance novel is your gateway into learning about it. And so you kind of know what else to look for. Um, so, you know, I think that's kind of like really important. Um, <clears throat> thank you, man. I will say that um, my first romance was when, um, so when you read like a lot of people's stories about how they came into the romance genre, how they discovered it, a lot of it is, I saw a book cover that my mom had, you know, there was a book and there was like a naked man's chest on the cover. <laughs> and so, and so I read it and she, and I hid it so that she would know heaving that I was bosoms. reading it. Yes. And, and there were heaving bosoms and the man like threw a woman over his shoulder. And that was the, and that was how, you know, they discovered romance. And, but we don't really have that experience. Like if, I, I grew up, um, I did not lose my vision later in life, so I've always been blind, and so there was never that, like, discovering, you know, the books that maybe my mom didn't want me to, to discover that she read. Um, my way of reading romance was that the Library of Congress accidentally sent me um, a a book, and you know it's one of my favorite books when it contains strong language, violence, and explicit descriptions of sex. Um, <laughs> and so they sent me a book that called Hidden Fires by Sandra Brown, and I read it, and it was like this sweeping adventure, and I think I was 12, and I was just kind of like, whoa. With that said, I think it's really important to mention that romance, that the romance genre as a whole has... Um, many different heat levels so um and many many different pairings and many different heat levels um there's what what is called closed door romance so that it it um 
before the sex scene starts, it just kind of does a fade to black. So it's like, oh, they're about to have sex. And then it's like chapter seven. Um, (laughs) And so, um, and then there's ones that are like more explicit. And then there's just, but there's something, there's something for everybody. And there's some that don't even cover that like at all. Um, And the other thing that I just wanted to touch on is that, um, that men mentioned is that I didn't really realize how much romance was kind of like the crapped on genre um, until, until I got more involved into the book community and people would be like, I'm looking for, you know, or what kind of books do you enjoy reading? And I'm like, oh, I enjoy romance. Oh, I read, I read Proust. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so, and, um, which great, you know, that's fine. But I just didn't know that there was this whole concept of quote unquote book shame. And I have friends who razz me, but they razz me, you know, because they're my friends and they know that I love romance and they also read it, but there's a different level of razzing when it's just someone being condescending. So with that said, have no shame, my friends, we have romance book ideas for you. Um, so before we go into recommendations, I just wanted to kind of open it up for if people had questions about the genre in general or what men and I kind of chatted about. Um, and if you do, please unmute yourself and say your first name so that I can put you in the queue. Nolan from St. Joseph, Michigan. All right. And, go ahead, Nolan. Uh, I like what you guys are talking about tonight. It's... It's it's pretty fun. Um, the romance novel books that uh, you guys are talking about, they are pretty interesting, and some of them are not because some of them depend, may depend on cuss words that may be inappropriate. So <laughs> I, mean, I think... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It, it's just kind of... It's just something to kind of think about, like... I'm reading a book that's not a romance novel. It's called Halls, and it's a it's all it's a chapter book. It's by Lewis Carr. So I want to just kind of uh, touch on kind of what you said about you know things being inappropriate or not appropriate. I think that everybody needs to be self aware enough to realize what their comfort level is, and mm-hmm. if <clears throat> if there are words or situations that are happening in the book that make you that make you really uncomfortable um you know i am i believe in the art of the dnf and dnf stands for do not finish and so um and so i think that it's perfectly acceptable to put that book down and to find something else that would be that would make you more comfortable and that would make anyone more comfortable there have definitely been books that i um you know i didn't finish a book one time because a character an author's character called um, Seattle, which is the city that I live near and work in, they said that people in Seattle were pretentious, and that was like on page three. So I just closed that book and was like, nope, not interested. So I will, you know, life is too short to make yourself read books that um, that are not hitting you the right way. And, and part of the reason why I'm talking about the uh, Holes book is because um, the book is pretty interesting. Um, and I'll have to tell you more about it next week because I'm going to be reading on so I can tell you more about it because there's, there's a lot. All right. Thank you. Is there anyone else with any questions? Uh, this is Shannon. Yes, Shannon. Um, 
I, otherwise known as your plant in the audience. <laughs> the, the thing I, I wanted. That's why she is here. That's exactly. <laughs> I, I like. I, you know, it, it's funny because Mika, uh, like, technically, I paid Mika the rent today, so technically, I paid her to be on this call. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate anyway, it. <laughs> what I wanted to say that wasn't that was that the thing that I really appreciate about the romance genre in particular is that um, back when ebooks e were first being a thing, um, I... I work for I I do work for an, an NLS library so so like any books at all that anybody can get anywhere I am here for everybody having access to all the books ever in whatever format they prefer and um, like one of the things that made me kind of a diehard romance reader was that um, they were really one of the first genres to embrace ebooks. I mean, so then you didn't have to wait for somebody to scan the book and make sure it got up on Bookshare. You didn't have to wait for somebody to decide that it was going to be, you know, that, that NLS was going to record it, or you didn't have to wait to see if anybody was going to, you know, record it on audible.com, which, you know, is not always the cheapest <laughs> service to subscribe to. But, um, you know, like, romance has been really huge in, in like, the ebook market. Like, you know, with the, now that the Kindle apps are more accessible, um, you know, like, I have a Kindle Unlimited subscription, and it is just really nice to be able to, like, it might be that I'm reading complete and utter garbage, but... You know, I get to pick the complete and utter garbage that I'm reading. You know, nobody's going to pick it out for me and send it to me in the mail or decide, oh, no, that's not an appropriate book for her. Like, I get to I get to decide, and I think that that is really empowering. And I remember days as a blind person when I did not have that. Amen. That's a great So point. true. So and I think the romance industry actually has been a great leader in pushing ebooks. Like you said, they were like the first industry to really get into like the ebook market. And I feel like a lot of romance readers are pretty open to making more books available to everybody, not just some people. All right. Nancy. Hi, all right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So we're going to do Nancy, Pat, and then Tyson. Yeah. Go ahead, Nancy. Hi. My name is Nancy. I have. Can I just throw out a few of my favorite authors? I'm. Not, I'm not. I don't want to monopolize it. I've read many more, but is it okay if I just throw out sure, a few name authors' a, names? Name a few and, of them. Go ahead. Okay. Um, of course, Santa Brown, uh, Laverne Spencer, Debbie McComer, Barbara Delinsky, Laurie Foster, mm -hmm. Nora Roberts, Danielle Steele, and Fern Michaels, and Karen. I think Karen Robards is, is Robards is considered. There are many more I've read. Woo! Look at that. Nancy wow. just gave you all like a whole a whole catalog. I asked Natalia <laughs> to take notes, and and I think and I think she's freaking out a little bit because that went by so fast. But I remember most of them now. So. Oh, do you want me to go over them again? Or I mean, there are many more. I, but I think I, we I got them. I think we got them. Thank you, though. That is a whole cornucopia of romance authors. Very good ones, oh, yeah, too. There's a whole bunch of them. And there are many more out there, guys. Believe me. Amen. <laughs> and Pat. Oh, yeah. Pat from Pensacola. Um, I just got through reading a, a good little book. It's called um, The Country Guest House. And it's by Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, Carr. Yes. And that was a good oh, little book. Great. It really yeah. was. 
And I just wanted to tell a real quick little story about my grandma. Uh, all the women in my family have always been just avid readers. I mean, we just read everything known to man. But she was in her 80s. Anyway, we go over to grandma's house, and she'd have one of those romances like y'all were just talking about, the the one that's a thousand pages and the tiny print. It's got the, the real sexy guy on the front, you know, and the woman and everything. And she'd look at us and she'd say, now, I know what you're thinking about that book laying there. She said, but, you know, I'm so old that things like that don't bother me anymore. <laughs> she said, I just like the story. <laughs> That's delightful. Thank you, Pat. Also, Robin. You're welcome. One of Robin Carr's um, series is called the Virgin River series. Um, oh, it's, my gosh. That's it's how on, I read that. Yes, it's on Netflix. It's um, so good. I've watched the first season. It's amazing. So, well, yay. is it books, too, or just the yes. TV Yes, yeah, there's books. books as well. I, um, okay, does anyone off the top of their head remember the first book in the Robin in that series? Off I, the top of I believe it is actually called Virgin River. Oh, all right. <laughs> it, it, it is called Virgin what? River, and there are 20 books in that series. Then they have, she also has a series based in Oregon. But the places in Oregon are not in the right location because I live in Oregon. Oh. <laughs> That's oh, always, the, always the challenge, right? When you're reading a book and it's not quite, they're not quite correct. Um, but yeah, the Virgin River series, it has 20 some odd books. It'll definitely keep you busy. And it's also on oh, okay. Netflix. Um, and then Tyson. Yes. Um so, Mike, actually, I have a question for you regarding the the hard and fast rule of the happily ever after. Okay. Um, so, if you have basically what's in, what's in the romance genre, so uh, for example, like the the J.R. Ward, the Black Dagger Brotherhood stuff. We're gonna have to talk because I have friends on this call who love that series. I have read everything that she's put out. Okay. Um, but there's, Good job, for example, Tyson. there's. <laughs> I, I, I'm still I got, working my way through. <laughs> get very addicted to that to that series. Um, but uh, there's a there's there's for example there's one in there that doesn't have the happy ending. Um, it's a very tragic ending, as a matter of fact. Um, you know, so would that still be considered, even though the entire series is considered you know paranormal romance? Um, would that one individual be kind of a, a, a set out of that because it doesn't stick to that hard and fast golden rule? So without spoiling it, I have not read all of them. So um, my answer would be that if I went into that book and there was a tragic ending, I'd be really upset. Right. But also, but also, J.R. Ward is prolific enough of an author that I would have to kind of put my trust that she's going to make it right. If she doesn't make it right, I don't know that I would trust that happily ever after for her books anymore. Um, but I know I have some friends who have read that. Um, Stacy, are you, are you around? And Can you yourself. hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So uh, this is Stacey, and I'm going to try not to hijack your discussion because I can talk about J.R. Ward for the next 50 years happily. But yes, Amen. That, um, she, I know, right? She did address with that book, it was not a happily ever after ending for a beloved character. Um, but then she did make it right. And she gave us hints very quickly after that specific book 
um, in up, you know, in the next couple books in the series that she was going to make it right. So I have such faith in her at that time. This was like book, um, was it 13 or 14? I think it might've been 14. Yeah. It's in that area. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say the name of the book in case people haven't started it, but we know what we're talking about. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) that's good. Yeah, it gave me hope that she was going to somehow address that because um, both characters were so beloved by that point. She'd um, written their story story arc throughout a couple different books before getting to their stories. So um, I, I feel like in that type of situation, if you've been following an author and you have faith in her or in, or in him um, in the series, that. I think most people would be invested enough to continue, but if that would have been my first share award book, I would never have picked up another one of her books again. Um, so I don't know how to answer your question, but that I do love that she made it right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so you, Stacey. Yep, I'm muting again. <laughs> does that does that help, Tyson? Um, yeah, it does. It does because okay. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it takes away. I don't think the the for me it doesn't take away from the series because it didn't you know because it wasn't the warm and fuzzies at the end. Yeah. Now some books end on a cliffhanger. I don't. I don't like books that end on a cliffhanger unless I have the other books. The the next one ready to go. Yeah, and I need to know when the cliffhanger is going to be done. So I need to adjust my expectations if there's going to be a whole lot of emotional angst and not a happily ever after throughout the series until like the very last book. Okay. All right. So I'll mute until you ask for book titles. All right. (laughs) Uh, It's Casey. Hi, Casey. Hey, Mika. Uh, another one that's, a, if you like Texas romances, Joan, Joan, Joan Johnston is another one that, and I discovered her when my mother went blind, and she liked to read about long, tall Texans. So she has a, <laughs> six or seven books about the, about the Texans romance. It, it's kind of rough. Another one that's, that's uh, pretty, whether it has pretty explicit romance is Susan Mallory. And mm-hmm. she has she has the Bakery Sisters and a few other series that she has, and uh, th- those are pretty good. Uh, and the Cedar Cove series has some romance in it. That's a uh, that's about twenty books. That's really quite interesting. All right, thank you. So I think um, men. I think we're going to go into um, our what our what all of our favorite books are. So I'll name a couple. You'll name a couple, and then we will we will open it up again. So get your titles ready, y'all. Y'all, <laughs> don't judge. So <laughs> well, that's funny because um, another stat I just read is that most romances are set in the South. So the y'all okay. kind of fits. See, oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what, Min, what, what is, what is one of your like favorite romances? Or what are a couple of your, of the books that if you were to meet someone who had never read a romance before that you would be like, you must read this right now. Okay. So, um, Mika and Stacy and other people may know, but Tessa Dare is one of my favorite is my favorite romance authors of all time. And she writes strictly historical romances for right now. She, she may expand into the contemporary, but um, she is very clever in her writing and very funny. So her romances can kind of be categorized as romantic comedy. If you're into that kind of thing, Um, her books are set, like the early 1800s um 
what is that era called? Um, Regency? Yes. I was like, Renaissance? That's not right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Regency romances. Um, And if you've never read Tessa Dare before, I think the book that I would recommend you try first is The Duchess Deal. And that's the first book in her um, Girl Meets Duke series. And it's a lot of fun. It's great. And if you get it on um, Audible, um, the narrator is fantastic. And she makes it a really great listening experience. Awesome. Um, and then another author, also historical romance that I, she's kind of like an auto buy for me. Um, and I'm sure other people agree. Um, is Lisa Kleypas. Um, she's been writing since the eighties. Um, but I've read more of her, later books so her wallflower series in 2000s and then the hathaway series and now she has one um called oh man i can't think of the series title but um the travis brothers is that that one no that's her contemporary one i'm thinking of like her other historical series um anyway like she's an She's an amazing author, and she—I have not read one book of her that I have not liked. Um, are you, are you, Min? Are you thinking of the the Wallflowers? No, that those are the ones I like. Yeah, yeah, the Wallflowers are my probably my favorites of hers. That series, um, but I'm thinking of like her more recent series, um, the ones like winterborn something like that it would be the ravenels ravenels yes the ravenels i was just about to be like other shannon do you know (laughs) i'm terrible with book names series names um but yes if you haven't checked out lisa claypas please do she's amazing awesome well i am going to um hop hop um subgenres here and um i have a few favorites i think that if if i met someone and i didn't and they said that they'd never read a romance chances are that they have but either they don't know that it's a romance or they don't want to admit that it's one um (laughs) so um so i think that the key point is to find out what someone's interest is so what do you read normally oh you like you like suspense and thrillers great so um so i think that one of them that i would mention is for the romantic suspense crowd is karen rose who is literally the most writes the most terrifying books in the world um and her book the first book that i read by her is called don't tell and it is definitely romantic suspense um she pulls no punches so if you do not if um if strong language and violence are something that um, is difficult, that would not, I probably wouldn't recommend that one to you. Um, but it is, it's really a very intense book. It's like, it's like, it's like that movie Sleeping with the Enemy, but like turned up to a thousand. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> if anyone remembers that movie. <laughs> so I do. I do. Um, so it definitely has that plot of like abused, abused woman like fleeing from from her husband and flees to Chicago and it's really intense. Um, the other one, what's her name? Her name is Karen Rose. 
Okay. And the book is called Don't Tell, but she has a lot of, she has a lot of other ones that are very, very frightening. Um, I had to stop reading for her for a while because she scares me. Um, then, then of course, um, for if you like more kind of sweeter books, um, I would recommend the Blessings series by Beverly Jenkins. Um, the first book in that series is called Bring On the Blessings. And she is um, she's an author who writes contemporary and historical romances. Bring On the Blessings is basically a woman is, um, uh, her husband cheats on her. And so she sues him for $275 million. And then she buys a town that is going bankrupt. Oh, this and, is delightful. And it is a delightful book. It's so good. Um, and it just has all of my favorite tropes. We'll have to do a call just all about tropes, I think. Um, but it has that found family trope where someone finds, finds family um, with other people, like with friends and people that care about them and through community. Um, the other really great thing about that series is that um, the, town, the town was founded um, by an African-American. And, and so Beverly Jenkins also writes books about all of these little tidbits that she mentions in this, in this main series. And so anyone that she mentions from that she mentions that happens in the past, she has books about them. Um, and, and probably the, um, the last quick suggestion I would do would probably be a, a romance um, fantasy, like a Nora Robert, a good Nora Roberts trilogy. So, um, Morrigan's, Morrigan's Cross, um, and I, is, is it called the Morrigan's Cross Trilogy? The Circle. Oh, thank you. Okay, the trilogy is called The Circle. The first book is called Morrigan's Cross, and it's like urban fantasy, which is basically all these different creatures who come into the modern world. Um, so it's got your vampires and your were your werewolves and everything. So, um, so those it's would be amazing. It is. <laughs> so, um, if, go ahead. If you have a book, a quick book suggestion that you would like to give, say your first name, and I'll put you in the queue. Nancy. Holy cow! Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Hold on. Hold on. So I heard, I heard one of the Shannons, Natalia. Oh, right, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Carrie. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to put you on. We're going to go four by four. The ants go marching four by four here. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, Shannon, Natalia, Nancy, and Stacy. Go ahead, I mean, Shannon. Uh, um. So, I'm Shannon, and I live in Michigan. My, I have two quick recommendations. One is for a historical romance that comes out tomorrow. It is called Where the Lost Wander, and it's by Amy Harmon. And it takes place on the Overland Trail heading to Oregon in the 1870s. And it is fantastic. I loved it so much. I read um, an early copy last weekend and was just utterly entranced. And I love pretty much everything that Amy Harmon writes. I also want to... What's the name of that book? Where the Lost Wander. Okay, that's my kind of book. Yes, it will be out. Amy Harmon, you said? Yeah, Amy Amy Harmon. Harmon. Yes, and it will be out tomorrow. Okay. 
Um, And I also want to give a quick plug to the um, urban fantasy slash paranormal romances of Yasmin Gallinorn, (laughs) Y-A-S-M-I-N-E-G-A-L-E-N-O-R-N. And these are kind of sweeping like urban fantasy theories that deal with witches and the fae and vampires and shapeshifters. She has a bunch of different series that kind of run the gamut from the really dark to the lighter and fluffier. Thank you, Shannon. All right, Natalia? I have been waiting. Okay. (laughs) Um, I am not a romance person. I would like to be. I'm just really picky, and Mika can attest to this. She um, suggested a few books to me until I finally fell in love with, I think it's called The Search by Nora Roberts. And I just love the book because the female character uh, is just so, is not very timid as the books that romance novels that I'm used to reading. And there's dogs and why not? Because dogs are amazing. (laughs) So I'm always kind of like looking for books with strong female leads and she was one of them. And I love this. Excellent. Thank you. That is a great book. Nancy, was it Nancy? Hi. Okay. Good. Yes, Hi, I'm, I'm Nancy, and I'm, I'm not going to. There are many I've read, but I'm just. I'm going to mention Cheryl Woods is excellent. The, uh, a series called the Rose Cottage series. I can't remember the first. Uh, I have to look at my notes, but and then the, of course Jude Devereaux. I really like Jude Devereaux. Thank you very much. Oh, very good. Those oh are yeah, classic. Very prolific authors. Yeah. Stacy. Yeah. So I have. Um, <laughs> I have a list like 500 miles long, but um, for me, what makes the perfect romance, if I could like craft a recipe, um, this is an older book. So there's a couple elements that are a little bit dated, but The Night Remembers by Kathleen Eagle um, is my, I know, and it's my favorite contemporary romance of all time. Um, I love it so much. And usually I would give um, a complete like fangirling uh rundown of why I love the Black Dagger Brotherhood series so much by J.R. Ward. I've been to all of her book signings since 2012. Like, I love her. I love those books. But um, we already talked about her. So, but if you like really sexy vampires and um, amazing world building and uh, just amazingness, that's J.R. Ward. And then finally, um, I'm reading a series right now that um, I feel like has been a little bit overlooked um, in the romance landia. And that is the Darkest London series by Kristen Callahan. Um, oh, it's good. historical. I know it's historical romance it's um, with some sort of like steampunk elements and some um, sort of paranormal creatures. It's set in London in the 1880s, and it's just really smartly written. And I love that each story arc about each character is kind of more of a slow burn. Um, they're not banging on like chapter two, which I think is great. So um, I really, really love this series, and I highly recommend it. There's seven books in it, and the first one is called Firelight. Thank you. And that's about the only way that I'm going to be reading a historical is like, you got to put some vampires and some knife fights. I know. And (laughs) and there's no ballrooms in it, no potted palms for flirting. So like, it's right up my alley. It's really good. Um, All right. Regina. All right. Hang on one second. And um, so I'm going to have care. I heard Carrie. um, I tried to get her name in. And then Regina. And then um, if you have a title, just say your name, please. Uh, Other Shannon that lives with you. Okay, other Shannon, and anyone else? Carol? Pat, uh, Pat Carol. Smith. I, I heard someone that was really quiet in the background. 
Did they say uh, it was Cheryl? Cheryl. Cheryl. Okay. Cheryl. Yep. All right. So, Carrie. Okay. Um, the ones that I really like, it's called, um, it's, it's by Cat Martin, and they're called Against the Wind, Against the Rain, Against oh, the so Storm, good. everything. Those are really good. They, they usually have a character from the first story into the next story, but they usually seem to, um, I don't know if they, Sometimes they get married, sometimes they have, where they get back together or anything, but I like, like those books, and they do have a sense of mystery involved with them, too, it's like suspense with them. And then the other one that I liked, and I've spent, read it quite a while ago, was a Nora Roberts one called Born in Ice, Born in Shame, and Born in Fire, and it's all these three different, three different girls, and it's Irish, and, um, you know, the different things that, their different lifestyles and everything like that. I really, really enjoy that. And the one I'm reading now is The Number Game by Daniel Steele. Awesome. Thank you. <coughs> Regina. Hi. Um, I wanted to highlight just a couple. One's a series and one's an, uh, a book. And the book is A House Divided by Catherine Cookson, and it features a blind veteran. Um, they do pretty well with it, although he does get his sight back. <laughs> Spoiler. <Aww. laughs> I know. I was very disappointed. Darn. Isn't that the worst when you're, like, really into a book? Like, someone who's with a disability, and then they, you know, they get a cure. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I wanted to do that spoiler alert because I was really excited reading the book. I thought it was going to end with the blind person getting into a romance and it was going to be great, but you know, <laughs> they did the gotcha. classic, get the site back. Okay. Yep. So I Thank didn't want you. people to go in uh, without full knowledge and the series that I wanted to highlight. And it's a more modern series. It's um, Christina sky. She does a lot of good writing that's suspenseful. If you like that kind of thing with a lot of adventure and this is, a code name series and the reason I mentioned that one is because it has dogs in every single book and dogs are the heroes it's really cool this is I am just so excited about this Um, Cindy do you remember who was after Regina uh, the other Cheryl. Cheryl. Or Cheryl. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. okay. It was the other Shannon, I yeah, think. The and then Cheryl. And Cheryl. Okay. All right, other Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I'm reduced to the other Shannon now. Um, You're so, the only Shannon here, though, so it's okay. The other Shannon left. <laughs> um, I wanted to say, I, I have a, it, it's always hard, especially since I, I, I'm a librarian type person to be to limit myself to two, so I'm really going to try. Um, the one I wanted to mention, uh, I think it was either Min or Stacy. We're talking. We're, one of them was talking about Tessa Dare, and my Tessa Dare favorite is Romancing the Duke. Oh yeah, that's a great one too. I wanted to bring that one up specifically because that hero has a vision problem, and spoiler alert, he still has a vision problem. <laughs> a total and complete love letter to fandom mm-hmm. um, and people just being very enthusiastic about the things they love and it, it like it's 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 like such a warm hug of a book I definitely recommend that one and the other one I wanted to mention is um, and and like that one's on Bard and so is this other one um, 
there's a series called the Middle of Somewhere trilogy, and it's by Roan Parrish. And on Bards, you can get the whole the whole shebang on one in one download for like 36 hours if you (laughs) immerse yourself in that world and it's a small town contemporary romance and um it's it's about uh like three related sets of characters um that are all gay men and so the first one is about an academic that moves from from You've heard this plot before. He moves from the big city to a small town in Michigan to get a fresh start in life, and he meets a guy that makes furniture, and they fall in love. <laughs> um, and then the the second one is about um, like a friend of theirs, and the, and the oh the, no, the second one is about is about that character's brother that has has some issues regarding his sexuality that are that are really well handled. And then the third book is about a friend of the first couple, and they're very they're. They they'll pull on your heartstrings, um, but they're they're, def- no. they're delightful. Awesome, thank you, Shannon. I knew you couldn't limit it to two. <laughs> hey, it was I. I they're technically two downloads on part. Okay. <laughs> she got around that. Yes. Hi. Um. So I want to mention two authors. One is Amanda Quick. Um. All of her character. Well. I like her. Their historical romances. Um, the main characters are, um, I think, they're pretty strong women. Um, so that's one reason. And and you know, they and she also has some contemporary romances that sort of follow the same family or connected families. And there's sort of a paranormal like hint to all of them. Ooh. Um, so I would I'd recommend her. They're not too intense. <laughs> um, and then the other person that I recently discovered because I was looking for um, romances that were historical romances, but that had um, African Americans or other people of color in it, and I found um, Alyssa Cole. Oh, she's yes. a whole series of really fantastic books. Um, Set uh, the the series I was thinking about. It's set like in the pre uh, during the Civil War period. I think mm. people would like. Excellent. They're called you know. the extra um, extraordinary union. That's the first book. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, you might check out Beverly Jenkins. Um, she is excellent. And Piper Hugley. Um, that's H U G U E L Y. Um, so there's there's a couple more for you, and then we'll give a couple of resources in just a minute. Okay. Uh, all right, I went through my four. Nico, yes, ma'am. You have some uh, hands raised. Okay. So nine one six area code. Stage blank document selected. Oh, this is Regina. I didn't realize I raised my hand twice. I'm sorry. No problem. That's okay. <laughs> no problem. Who else has their hand raised? Okay, and then um, Mary, Mary Hopped. Hi. Oh, um, Mary. Hello. One of my special um, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I like um, Debbie McComer. I love her Blossom Street books. Um, they're kind of tame with all the other things that you've been mentioning, but I really enjoy them. They do have a good bit of romance in them. Um, and the, they're basically 
um, set around some knitting classes, but, you know, they get into each person's life as they go along. So it's really interesting. And then one of my other favorite authors is Jeanette Oak. I really enjoy her series. Um, My favorite series by her is the Love Comes Softly series. So... Those are, that's a very good series, Mary. I love that. And then you All right. have, uh, somebody, iPhone 307 area code, has their hand raised. That's me, Pat Smith. Hi there, Miss Pat. Hey, well, she took my Janet Oak, but <laughs> I wanted to ask, <laughs> is she still writing new stuff? That's what I, I wanted to know. And also, um, I really enjoy, and I can't think of any specific authors, but I really enjoy Southern um, historical romance type things. One of the best books I read lately, and I can't, it really, well, it sort of was a romance a little bit, but it was called Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, I love a good Southern romance. Um, I don't know if Jeanette Oak is still writing books or not. She, um, I think she writes some, but um, most of them these days seem to be written with her daughter, Laurel Oak Logan. And I was on the um, Bethany website the other day, and it did say that they were going to have a new one coming out soon. But I lost the page, and I couldn't get back to that place to find out what the name of it was. So hopefully I'll come across it. All right. Thank you. Um, I'm just taking a quick look at our time. You have five minutes. Okay. Um, I think real quick, um, I wanted to give a couple of resources for where you can find out more about romance novels and um, find out the kinds of one, the types that you might enjoy. Um, so I think the first resource that I would like to give do I, oh my God, do I know the website? Um, <laughs> is um, is the All About Romance website? It's just allaboutromance.com. Okay, see, thank you, men. <laughs> um, and they have, they have things separated out by genre. They have different reviews on books. Um, the other, other Shannon who was on here before writes reviews for them. They are very good. Um, and then another website I wanted to give you is the Smart Bitches website, which is smart. Oh, that's great. Is great. That's and my I, favorite. Is it Smart Bitches Trashy <laughs> Trashy Rom- Yep. Um, they give you all kinds of news of things that are happening in the industry, but they also give you like reviews. They separate things out by trope which is basically like the kinds of conventions that you can find in a romance novel. So for example, there's a whole trope just all about like friends to lovers. So if you want books where the characters start out as friends first, then, then there's a little database that you can click on and find that out. Ooh. Uh, what, was that, what was that website again? Smart it's bitches. Smart, you yep. Smart bitches, trashy books.com. Oh God. Okay. That's why I was glad we weren't we weren't recording on ACB radio. <laughs> uh, they I also know that we should have put this as an adult. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Okay, go on. Um, the other one is, um, it's called WOC in Romance. So it's basically um, writers of color in romance.com. So WOC in romance.com. So if you're looking for books um, that are what is being, you know, known as like own voices romance. So where, um, you know, like where maybe like African-American authors are writing about African-American issues or people or, you know, and whether it's like futuristic or historical um, or contemporary, they have a whole list also separated out by trope and setting. Um, and then it's time for shameless promotion, self-promotion. So Min, Stacy, um, Shannon from Texas, and myself are part of a podcast called The Book Bistro. And we talk a lot about romance, although not all of us are romance readers or not all of us. There's all kinds of different genres, I'm telling you. Usually, with no matter what the theme is, <laughs> many of us typically find a romance to put in there. Eka, you have one race name. Okay. 978, area code. All right, go ahead, 978. Um, uh, hi. Hi. Did, I don't know if... Uh, well... The, everybody has mentioned so many wonderful authors, but I, I guess this is a romance. I just recently read a book. I believe she's only got one book out, but I don't think we're going to see the end of her. But the name of the book is um, Where the Crawdads Sing oh, by yes. Delia Owens. Yes, Kat um, mentioned it, yeah. Oh, she did? Oh, sorry, I didn't... I didn't no, no, it's okay. Didn't hit. Oh, anyway, it, it was an excellent book, and, and um, at the end, the girl gets the guy, so I guess it's a romance. Hey, and, um, it counts. <laughs> I'm counting it. <laughs> and I, from what I understand, the National Library Service is in the process of recording her second book, and... Um, uh, if it's as good as the first one, I think I think you know we'll be seeing her for a long time. That's Very all. Very good. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, I can't believe that it's done. I honestly did not know that this would be such a like popular you know because sometimes when you love a genre very much it's and you talk to like five of your friends about it you just kind of worry that just five or six of them are going to be the ones that show up on the call so <laughs> it's really delightful this has been so much fun so if we did another if we did another romance roundtable would y'all be interested i need to find more yep. romance books first <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so all right well, very good. Definitely. It would be really fun. Excellent. Well, thank you all for coming. Min, thank you so much for, for um, I feel like I talked over you, but thank you. No, so this is great. Definitely. We should definitely do it again. Yes, absolutely. If there's anybody on here that is not subscribed to the um, ACB community events email list where you're receiving the daily dose, the daily schedule each morning of the events going on, and you would like me to subscribe you, hang on, and I can do that if you would like. Yep. Thank you, you very it's much. It's just one email a day, so um, definitely keep you up to date. But thank you all for coming. Thanks. Have a good night.